friends to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is season three, episode four, and we just witnessed on the day, 18 years to the day that Kobe Bryant dropped 81 points. We just witnessed the greatest offensive display that I have ever seen, and Joel Hans and B dropped 70 points on 41 shots, taking one single three-pointer, went 24 from 41 from the field, one for two from deep, 18 boards, five assists, 21 from 23 from the line. Just absolutely otherworldly. I don't quite even have the words to describe it still. I am recording this Monday night after the game. I've been sitting here struggling to come up with the right words to describe what we witnessed. I just sound like a broken record because each of the last four episodes, I just don't quite know how to describe what we're seeing from Embiid this season. Pat Bev gave this little speech a, a few weeks ago that we're witnessing one of the greatest offensive season. No, he said the greatest offensive season ever. Everyone kind of chuckled. He was on to something. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's all we're going to talk about because that's all anybody should talk about. It's pure madness. I've got stats galore for you. Let's start here. He obviously broke Wilt Chamberlain's franchise single game scoring record, which is hard to believe because Wilt has almost every single record, not just in franchise history, but basketball history. Not anymore. Wilt's Sixers record was 68, and B joins Michael Jordan as the only players in NBA history to put up 65 points, 15 boards, and 5 dimes in a game. Embiid couldn't believe that Wilt never did that. Listen to yourself, courtesy of Kate Nala, post-game NBC Sports Philly. You and Michael Jordan, the only NBA players to put up 65 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 assists in a game. What does that mean to you? You and MJ, baby. Wilt never did this? <laughs> no, sir. Just, just you, you and just MJ. You How and crazy Jordan. is I that? I don't believe that. Although, you know, some of those, you know, Will Rikers, uh, you know, we... You know, we still got to see, but I'm sure Will, he's done it uh, at some point. <laughs> Joel became just the ninth player in NBA history to score 70 or more. He joins Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Kobe Bryant, David Robinson, David Thompson, Wilt Chamberlain, and Elgin Baylor. He became the third center in league history to have 70 or more. The best was seeing all the love he was getting from all over the league. We knew, obviously, players appreciate his game. We talked about it last week with the Paul George episode. But LeBron tweeted, gave him some love. Even Bronny got in on the action. Rudy Gay, Pau Gasol, Chandler Parsons, Kendrick Perkins. List goes on. But the best of which was Kevin Durant. And here's him after he was told what Joe did after he hit his game winner uh, in his game last night. I don't know if you saw Joel and Bede score 70. Cat had 60. 70? Yeah. Joe had 70 today. 58 Yeah, 70. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Shit. <laughs> just the best again we talked about last episode just about Paul George and what he had to say about Embiid we know how respected he is around the entire league by players it gets so lost in this modern social media world that we live in and there's honestly not much you can say to discredit what we saw last night there really isn't people try of course but there just purely is not and I thought Tyrese Maxey summed it up perfectly last night uh, with what he had to say post game, he's great though. I mean, I keep telling everybody like it's 
we, we cannot take this for granted. You know what I'm saying? Not just as teammates, not as an organization, but as fans. Um, even if you're not a fan of Philadelphia, if you're just a fan of basketball, can't take Joe for granted, man. What he's doing right now is special. And uh, he's not just doing it off layups. He's not doing it off just threes. He's not doing it off. He's doing it off every single thing. And uh, he's making free throws. He's doing so much out there. And, you know, the kicker is he's on the other end. He's anchoring the defense as well. You know, he's not taking any nights off on defense. So, you know, we appreciate him. And everybody else should appreciate him as well. Maxi is 100% right. There is this narrative that's being pushed on Twitter at the moment, mainly from Nuggets Media, which is ridiculous, where they're trying to discredit what Embiid has done this season by saying, basically, it's January. Who cares? It's January. We've seen what he can do. Do it in the playoffs. Nobody cares. And it is absolutely 1,000% being taken for granted. Do we want Embiid to make a deep playoff run? Of course we do. But should we not enjoy Embiid going out dominating Jokic, beating the defending champions, followed by a 70-piece, all because it's January? Get the hell out of here with that. KD once tweeted and said, quote, NBA fans don't like anything about the NBA, and it's weird, end quote. He absolutely nailed it. It is damn weird. If Jokic went out and scored 70, I would fully appreciate and just sit back and be like, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. We're witnessing history. But people just can't do that. Miss me with all the it's January talk because we all know, again, if the roles were reversed, that we would never hear the end of it. Clowns, every one of them. Just appreciate what we are seeing right now because A, we don't know if we'll ever see somebody like this again. And B, we don't know how much longer we'll get to appreciate this. Straight up. We just got to enjoy it because it's happening right in front of us, plain and simple. Just enjoy the moment, my goodness. That lead me, uh, leads me right to my next point. Embiid jumps the odds after this game, rightfully so, uh, to be the favorite for MVP this year. Some people care, others don't. I'm indifferent, whatever. I do think that it's not even a question who deserves it through this point in the season. But as we've discussed before, the NBA now has a minimum games played rule to be eligible, and that's 65 games. That's the threshold. That only leaves eight games left for Joel Embiid to miss the rest of the season. Rachel Nichols tweeted out a great point. We've harped on it before. Again, she said, quote, Reminder that Embiid might not be eligible for MVP thanks to the new NBA rule requiring at least 65 games played for postseason awards. He's missed 11 games so far. Going to keep saying it. I get wanting to address load management, but this wasn't the place to do it. Again, I couldn't agree more. It's clear that Embiid's sights are there. His priorities are right, right? His sights are set on the title. He says it after every single game. He said it again after tonight, said something like, yeah, it means nothing until you win the whole thing. I love the mentality, but I don't know, honestly, realistically thinking about it, if he's a few games away from it, from that threshold, if he'll actually make a push for it. I don't think he will. He's at this point of his career where he would rather prioritize his health going into the postseason than get another MVP. And we can appreciate that. However, this could potentially be the biggest shame and sham in MVP voting history. Time will tell. We'll see. Who knows if he can carry this on through the second half of the season. We'll find out. But man, oh man, please bless that dude with good health. If anyone upstairs is hearing this, please watch over him. <laughs> Seriously, though, please. Please, please. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. 
Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24, that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. attorney said we needed to create an ad and tell people to stop snorting buffed. So here you go. Don't snort buffed. <laughs> Killer energy too powerful for a can. Made with three organic mushrooms, four nootropics, B vitamins, electrolytes, and caffeine, and flavors that fuck. It doesn't taste like dirt. It's refreshing and delicious. Buffed. Calling all golfers. Do you have a problem three-putting? If you said no, you were either in complete denial or you're just a straight-up liar. Jokes aside, and in all reality, who doesn't? It's inevitable. We're all three-putters. Well, let me introduce you to a new lifestyle brand for golf that is made for us. The Three-Putt Golf Company. Golf gear that meets the average golfer where they are, but looks like a professional brand. The first drop sold out in hours, but more are coming. Keep an eye out for the drop. Discounts for That's Ball Folks listeners giveaways, and more. Three-Putt Golf Company. Everybody three-putts look good doing it. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? Are you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. Back to the stats. Embiid became the only player ever to record a game with the stat line that he had. This is according to our friends at Basketball Reference. 70 points, 18 boards, 5 assists, never been done before in the history of basketball. Again. When I say it's hard to think of words to describe what we witnessed, it's because we've never witnessed it before. 
Amazing. Uh, Scott Van Pelt had Bill Self on after Kansas's game last night and asked him his thoughts. Uh, here's what Coach Self, who coached and beat at Kansas, had to say. Hey, hey, guys, he learned everything in the eight months he was here in Lawrence, Kansas. Everything. You, huh? Uh, you had him in that advanced level basketball, right? You, you got him, you got him uh, sorted out, right? I mean, I, I'm just curious, real, because we're obviously going to show his highlight. I want you to know how much we appreciate you, because anybody else, we'd have bumped him for the 70 point night. But, I mean. Not you, coach. Not you. We knew he was good. All right. All right. When did you know that this kind of ceiling existed for that young man? The first time I saw him practice at his high school, he got into it with some kid, and he started chasing him around the gym. And I saw how <laughs> athletic he was chasing a little 5'10 guy. I told Norm, I said, he's going to be the yeah. number one pick in the draft. And uh, he wasn't. He was third. But, but uh, yeah, he, 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 he's a different talent. I wish more than anything we had a clip of Embiid chasing around that tiny little guard. Uh, I wonder what happened. I'd love to hear Embiid's <laughs> story of that. Uh, but also... It's hard to believe, looking back, that Joel Embiid wasn't the first pick in the draft. Does anybody remember that whole thing? Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins. And Embiid hurts his foot before the draft during workouts. Thank goodness that Embiid hurt his foot before the draft. Can you even imagine? Jabari Parker's not even in the league. He's playing in Europe somewhere. I I just, I can't. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. but my goodness, what a blessing. What a blessing. Um, I loved what Bill Self had to say. That's fantastic. Um, uh, apologies. Nah, I'm not going to apologize, actually, for plugging all this audio. I Rather than me just quoting them, I think it's awesome to hear it straight from them. You can't get words mixed up, and I think it's great. Uh, only going to plug a couple more. And uh, this one I really wanted to plug because, again, those who listen to me, you know I'm a huge fan of J.J. Redick, Tommy Alter, their podcast, Old Man in the Three. They have been breaking down Joel Embiid this season for a while. And Redick, a few days ago, got on and just really put in perspective what Joel Embiid is doing efficiency-wise this season. It was before last night. This was, again, a couple days ago. Uh, but it was perfect. Compared it to Will Chamberlain. And, again, I'm not even going to try to quote it. Just listen to what JJ had to say. And, again, this is courtesy of the old man in the three. Only one player ever has averaged 35, 10, and 5 for an NBA season. That was Wilt in 63-64. And here's what I want to point out with how crazy Joel Embiid's production is this season. That season, Wilt averaged 46 minutes per game. Joel is averaging 34 minutes a game. We don't have possession numbers, but we can use some logic and deduce that there were way more possessions back then. In 63-64, the average team in the NBA took 99 field goal attempts and 35 free throws. 99 field goal attempts and 35 free throws. This year, teams on average shoot 89 field goal attempts and 23 free throws. The production and efficiency that Joel is having right now is is all time. It's all time. Again, how do you argue with that? You can't. You really can't. When you break it down like that, it's just, it's unbelievable. And uh, people love comparing the game back then to the game now and even when Jordan played. And it's just, again, another nice little look at just how freakishly unbelievable Joel Embiid has been this season. Now, speaking of freakishly and just freaks in, in, in general, 
uh, we got to talk about Victor Wembanyama because we got to give him his flowers and his props too. The rookie balled out last night. The dude ended with 33-7-2. He battled foul trouble. He was on a minute restriction. And he was great. Wemby is fascinating. He's fascinating. Everything he does on the court is just nuts. It looks unnatural. Now, I know that we've all seen him do this so far this season, but getting an up-close view of what he actually does last night uh, was very eye-opening. And he really is a freak. People say, oh, he's a freak of nature. Uh, Wimby is a freak of nature. Pull-up threes, transition threes, taking guys off the dribble. His reach is laughable. He's fascinating. And I think he's going to be more than just fine. He had a nice post-game quote about Embiid's performance saying something like, ah, it was so inspiring seeing a big man do that. It's a big man's game. The big man's game is back. It's, just, it's awesome. Wemby was great. And again, he's my CTV. We all know that. Uh, I want to play a, a clip from before the game when somebody asked Spurs coach Greg Popovich about what he's looking forward to most uh, for the Wemby and Embiid matchup. And look, he was joking. You can tell, obviously, at the end of the clip by his tone. But this quote is going viral, and they are just taking this the first part. And it is hilarious because, again, what Embiid did last night. Listen for yourself. What are you looking forward to the most with this being the first time Joel is taking on Victor? We're going to hammer his ass. <laughs> I told Wemby to stick him, put your butt right in his stomach, back him down over the rim, and just throw him through the rim. That's what you can look forward to tonight. <laughs> Don't tell Wemby I said that. I love Popovich, uh, and that's an all-timer. That is so good. Again, uh, he said it, but kind of unfairly, he's getting quoted with, uh, we're, we're going to stick his ass line. Pretty good. Uh, all right, last audio I'm dropping in here because, again, I thought after what Wemby said about Embiid, it was really cool. Embiid showed him some love as well. And he also talked about what it meant to drop it on the anniversary of Kobe dropping 81. And it was really cool. So here's the last audio plug, I swear. Even though I started playing late, you know, from the time I started playing, Kobe was my guy. Uh, he's the reason why I started playing uh, basketball. And it's funny because on the same night he had 81. And, you know, um, you know, that was my favorite player. So, you know, when I started, I was the guys that I was looking, you know, I was looking up to. And, you know, they, they were doing all this. So, you know, if he says it's inspiring, I hope, you know, in a couple of years, uh, hopefully when I'm, I don't have to guard him and I'm out of the league, he, he's able to do the same thing and, you know, go out and break all these records and possibly break uh, Wilt's record of 100 points. Again, pretty cool to hear Embiid give Wemby his flowers because, again, never seen anything like it. He had one play. He had multiple plays that were unbelievable this game, but he had one play where he kind of was posting up Embiid turned around over his left shoulder and dropped this little, like, finger roll, but his wingspan is so long that he hit the shot, and Embiid literally looked around like, what Like, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> it was pretty awesome. But I loved what Embiid had to say about doing it on the anniversary of Kobe dropping 81. Uh, Embiid dropping 70 really also makes you sit back and appreciate what Kobe did. 81 points is just unbelievable. It's like hard to even fathom and wrap your head around. You can't comprehend it. Uh, my guy Josh Eberle tweeted this out after the third quarter last night. 
um, about Kobe's 60-point game in three quarters against Dallas in 05. And I thought the comparison was fascinating. So Kobe, in that game, through three quarters, had 62 points on 31 shots. He was 22 from 25 from the line, all in almost 33 minutes of game time. Embiid, through three quarters last night, had 59 points on 35 shots. He was only 16 for 17 from the line in just 31 minutes. Reddick talked about that efficiency and how he's doing it. Just the ridiculous. It's just so efficient. Just a ridiculous night, a ridiculous performance. I can't get over it. I won't get over it. People joke when they say things like, oh, I'll tell my grandkids about this one day. Uh, This was really one of those things. It was amazing. I was watching it with my son. My daughter, <laughs> my son's four months old and my daughter's three and they could care less, but uh, couldn't care less, whatever it is. Anyway, I will repeat this and tell them about it one day. It was unbelievable. I was lucky enough to be at Embiid's uh, previous career high against the Jazz when he had 59. And I just I recorded a podcast, uh, an episode. I recorded an episode of this just talking about how insane it was to what we witnessed. And this is a, an entire, an entire Step ahead of that. Just amazing. Joel Embiid's amazing. What's next for the Sixers? Uh, they head to Indy and have a little date with the New Look Pacers on Thursday, followed by a trip to see our friends in Denver for a Saturday afternoon game against the reigning champs, the Nuggets. Can't wait to see what Embiid does next, man. I, I Again, Nuggets fans and media probably don't believe this, but I hope he plays. Sixers fans, like, there's this weird disconnect, this rivalry, which is hilarious because Jokic and Embiid really get along, but this little rivalry is hilarious because Nuggets fans genuinely think that Sixers fans only care about like midseason stuff and doing having great performances in January and winning regular season awards, when in reality, that's not the case at all. Like We can be the first ones to tell you that, nope, we want to make a run. Uh, we're not idiots. Like we want to win the whole thing. I don't know where this narrative came from, but anyway, we hope he plays. They think that, Oh, we, he, he's going to duck him. I hope he plays. We all do. I don't know. Uh, it would also be lame if we didn't mention what Carl Anthony towns did last night. That first half, I had to go back and watch it because it was happening while Embiid was finishing up, but it was unbelievable. He was 8-for-8 from three in the first half. He ended with 44 first-half points. And again, Embiid's game was just ending. I started seeing all these tweets that were like, yo, turn on, see what Cat's doing, see what Cat's doing. He ends up with 58 through three quarters. He only ends up with 62. That sounds hilarious to say 62 is ridiculous. Uh, But, man, did the win get knocked out of those sails pretty quick. They lose to the 10-win Hornets. Really rough. They end up benching him with like a minute left just because of defensively the coach after the game says, quote, it was a disgusting performance on defense and immature basketball. Not ideal. Not a good way to cap off that ridiculous performance from Cat. And look, he got hammered on that last offensive play. If you haven't seen the replay, that defender just gets a whole lot of forearm. It should have been a call. It was ridiculous. But still, you can't, I mean, to give up that loss to the Hornets, brutal. Ant basically after the game said too, like, yeah, we just wanted to see him score as much as much as he could. Anyway, tough end to a great night. That's all I got. Again, this will be one of those things. I guarantee I tweet about it multiple times 
uh, when this comes out. I guarantee I tweet about it multiple times this week. And probably over the next several months, I will just reflect back on this incredible night that we just witnessed. History and Joel Embiid just dominating. It was amazing. It will be one of those where were you the night that Embiid scored 70 type of things. Amazing. Truly amazing. Uh, That's all I got. Feel free, like, subscribe, review, do all that fun stuff. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, I say it every week, but I get to do this because you listen. So I appreciate you all. Uh, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Let's go Sixers. Hopefully we get two more dubs in Indy and in Denver. And uh, that's all I got. That's ball, folks. Thank you.